Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, TM815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Draft Prep JT Brock. Ohio State, and ask me questions if I was confusing. As I am recording this podcast, it's late in the week of election week. And regardless who you're voting, who you voted for, or if you didn't vote or whatever, um, one thing always boggles my mind during election week, specifically during election week. So many people don't understand the rules. If you're watching a baseball game and someone says, wait a minute, why did that team win? The other team had more hits. No, you dope. It's the runs that matter. The hits and errors and walks and strikeouts those kind of help to lead to decide who wins the game. But the winner is determined by the runs. If it's a final score of 6-4, to four, the team with 6 wins, them's the rules, that's how the game was created. So many people during election week are so surprised, so surprised, that, oh, it's the Electoral College... Not 50% plus one. And again, I, I could make arguments either way. But the reality is, the Electoral College is how the winner is decided. Teams, and yes, they are teams, set their strategies based on the rules. The rules are Electoral College Matters. And that's how teams assess their strategies when it comes to draft um, election week or for election week, however you want to phrase it. Um, so, yeah, I expect people to understand the rules. I also expect people listening to my podcast to at least seriously consider doing some level of homework. I know a lot of people, when they talk about Oh, I'm interested in the baseball draft. What they really mean is when a player gets announced as being drafted by the Cubs, then I'll do my deep dive on those specific players and completely disregard anything from the other 29 teams. And for some people, that qualifies as Yes, I'm completely into the draft. But here I have higher standards. Whether you choose to follow them or not doesn't really change that I have higher standards. I expect you to do a half an hour worth of homework every week on some sort of topic regarding baseball, player development, along those lines. Between now and February, into March. And one of the good ways to do that 
is to pick a college team to follow. Because simply by following that team and following that team as an I wish to learn stuff process more than woohoo, I'm going to cheer for this team and disregard anything on the team that they're playing. If you're trying to learn following a college team, if you're trying to learn about baseball and how the draft turns into prospects, turns into major league talent, turns into major league success, one of the good ways to do that is to at least have some sort of a grasp on college baseball. And that's one of the very good ways you can do homework to get your half an hour a week in. Now, back about a month ago, a little under a month ago, I had a podcast on Ohio State right-hander Seth Lonsway. I'm not going to go back into his stuff again today. But he is a right-hander that gets a whole lot of play because he has some really sick, absurd strikeout numbers. And I don't know if you've been paying any attention to baseball the last four or five years, but people tend to like pitchers that strike out players a lot. It's a thing. Um, So whether or not you've decided to follow Seth Lonsway and Ohio State or not, one would imagine that since Seth Lonsway has crazy strikeout numbers, here's just a wild shout in the dark guess, there will probably be a couple of scouts at Ohio State games. Just a guess. I could be totally wrong. Just a guess. Um, so yeah, Seth Lons, what Ohio State is generally a good team to follow anyway. Last year they were a bit down, with the exception of Dylan Dingler, who went in the second round. Uh, 38th pick, I think it was. But... Um, Today I'm going to talk about a different player on Ohio State, and it's a, it's a version of a podcast I want to do, and I don't expect this will be my last along this line. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I put effort and quality into each one to try to assure information you won't likely get as promptly or completely from most other sources. If you have friends that might enjoy this sort of informational delivery service on Deep Dive Cubs News, send them a link of an episode that might resonate with them, perhaps this one. Hitting like, share, follow, retweet, or subscribe is also much appreciated. If you need assistance on sharing, feel free to ask. Much of this podcast is assessing value. Hold that thought. As you assess the value this podcast provides you, most podcast delivery systems allow a link for you to contribute to the podcast in the fashion that is most applicable for you. Thanks for any and all levels of support. J.T. Brock is a right-handed pitcher for Ohio State. Until, uh, I'm going to say two hours ago, I could be a little bit off on that either direction, until about two hours ago, I had no idea that T.J. Brock existed. But something happened about two hours ago 
that got me to decide, you know what, I bet probably better revisit the Columbus campus and do another podcast on them. T.J. Brock is a 6'1", 187-pound right-hand pitcher, as per the latest measurements on the baseball cube. Normally, I have a couple of other sources I check on as far as player talent, but T.J. Brock doesn't have a whole lot of information on those. i get to that in a minute. Uh, Country Day High School is where T.J. Brock attended. That's in Cincinnati, Ohio. Just as a bit of information, since he's from Cincinnati, Ohio, and since there's a baseball team in Cincinnati, they may have a bit of information on T.J. Brock. If no one else is aware of T.J. Brock, the Cincinnati Reds might have some information on T.J. Brock. I'm just saying... Wouldn't you know, if a pitcher was kind of good in your region, in your city, maybe just maybe. Cam Aldred was a 24th round pick of Pittsburgh in 2018. Aldred also went, I think there might be some, um, not sure if the, I'm not sure if he's related to the someone from back in the day. Uh, 2018, 24th round pick by... Pittsburgh. T.J. Brock. In 2019, 16 games, 31 innings pitched, 36 hits, 20 walks, 23 strikeouts. 2020, 5 games, 8 and a third innings, 6 hits, 4 walks, 11 strikeouts. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear your eyes rolling. I hear your eyes rolling. Why are you telling me about a pitcher whose numbers are ordinary. His ERA as a freshman was nine point. His ERA as a junior, oh, I'm not looking at it right now, is about six and, six and change. Maybe it's five and change. So, uh, let's see. It'd be, um, yeah, I'm not quite sure what it is. It, 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 was, it was lofty. So why is it, why is it, why is it that I would be having a podcast on TJ Brock specifically today, as opposed to maybe two hours ago, when I'd never heard of him before. David Seifert, or is it Seifert? I'm not sure. If you end up listening to this, I apologize, I apologize, I apologize. I got it wrong once, I got it right once. It's Seifert or Seifert. I've heard it before, but um, I can't remember if it's like the Niners coach, or if it's like not the Niners coach, and I do apologize. Um he was talking about his heat sheet, where he talks about players who throw really hard in college baseball. T.J. Brock today, in front of 10, scout, 10 pro scouts, was tossing 97 to 98, tops at 99, and where he was also showing a power slider. Hmm. To me, this sounds interesting. Now, back to how a lot of people do their draft prep. A lot of people do their draft prep. I'm not going to do a darn bit of draft prep, but as soon as the Cubs draft a player, I will jump over there and see if he's any good or not. And I don't really approve of that method a whole lot if you value the draft. If you value the draft, you should have a team you are following. 
A squad, pick A squad. Let's see, how about pick um, Ohio State? If you don't have another team you're picking, Ohio State makes perfect sense. Why? Because I've already done a podcast on Seth Lonsway and he strikes out hella batters. And he's very much of interest because he strikes out a lot of hitters. Now we have TJ Brock, who's 6'1", 187, who's throwing 97, 98, topping out at 99, and throws a power slider. To me, that kind of sounds like, hmm, let me see, uh, Burl Caraway. If you are interested, even remotely, in Burl Caraway, why would you not be interested in tracking TJ Brock? He might be as good as Burl Caraway. He might be better than Burl Caraway. I expect you to do some level of homework leading up to next season. Now, if you choose to follow Ohio State, Ohio State is traditionally one of those Big Ten teams that's in the hunt for one of the, they, they're usually getting four or five bids anymore. So if you're following a Big Ten team, if they're top four, they might well be getting a bid to the field of 64. Ohio State, they might be one of those teams. One way or another, there's already 10 scouts that know T.J. Brock's throwing 98-99. You think maybe they called home? You think maybe, just maybe, they called back and said, hey, dudes, we got to get every single little bit of information we can get on T.J. Brock because he might make sense in the <laughs> round. Now, what round is that? That's why I want you to do homework. I want you to do homework because I want you to have your team, whoever ends up being my person that is my Buckeye fan. I'm your Buckeye fan, whoever that ends up being. You tell me why Seth Seth Lonsway or TJ Brock or, oh my goodness, they have another pitcher who's really good too, who probably deserves a podcast as well. Um... Ohio State has some really good pitching. And if you pitch really well in the Big Ten, guess what? You're going to get noticed. You're going to get drafted by somebody. So now the question ends up being T.J. Brock, 97-98, can get to 99. And this is in a practice in November. You think maybe in July he might be able to chuck it a little bit harder? A little bit straighter. Heck, maybe a little bit more crooked. Who knows? Whatever. What ends up being important for major league teams is properly assessing value. Properly assessing talent. Is T.J. Brock... Ooh, excuse me. Is T.J. Brock a guy worth drafting in July? If yes, and the answer should be yes, because 97, 98, why would you, why would you ignore that? He had yucky numbers as a freshman and a sophomore. So what? Who cares? If he's getting people out as a junior, that's what's, that's what's important. Now, will he get people out as a junior? I don't know. Will the Cubs have a scout at some of his games? I don't know. After all, they fired all the scouts. If. T.J. Brock 
has a good season or a mediocre season, how soon should the Cubs draft him? It's not a case of, ooh, yeah, he looks kind of good, and I'm glad that the Cubs or somebody's going to draft him. Somebody's going to draft him, and somebody's going to say, oh, man, he was throwing 97, 98 in October. I mean, November. And that's going to look really good for whichever team it is that drafts him. When should he be drafted? As someone is following Ohio State, they will be the ones who will be the best at saying, you know what? This guy makes sense in the fourth round, or maybe the second round, or maybe the eighth round, or maybe the twelfth round. What round makes sense for T.J. Brock? Some people's draft prep ideas are, I'm not going to have an opinion, and that's what my opinion is. I much prefer people who are going to have opinions because they want to learn stuff. They'll make mistakes and be proud of it because, hey, I said this guy should go in the sixth round. and I was wrong. He should have gone in the second round. See how you learn stuff that way? When you have opinions of your own instead of, well, this one guy said that one thing, so that means he's ob obviously, or, no, 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 no. Hey, assess everyone's opinion and come up with your own based on whatever. Heck, the uh, Mason McRae, who's my uh, draft guru, doesn't have T.J. Brock on his list. I imagine he'll probably be there soon, though, because Mason McRae does his homework. But, um, yeah, figure out what your homework is. Are you going to pay a lot of attention to the DFA wire and players who might get claimed on waivers? Are you going to pay attention to players who the Cubs might draft at 21? Are you going to have a college baseball team you're following? Have some sort of homework that you're doing a half an hour of research on every single week so that by February, by March, you are really well-versed in some angle of baseball and a whole lot more well-versed than you are right now. Ohio State would be a fantastic follow. If you're anywhere near the Ohio area, if you're within 20 miles of Columbus, that should definitely be your pick. But have a team. Have a squad. Have a squad. I just saw that Louisiana Tech came out with their schedule today. If you're down Louisiana and you hate LSU, but you want to have a team, follow Louisiana Tech. They open at home against Illinois. That sounds fun. Have your homework. Have your thing that you're doing every a half an hour every week so that by March, you are a whole lot more conversant in baseball, in some angle of baseball. And TJ Brock, I am fascinated by him. I'm happy to have a podcast down on him. And if his numbers are any good, I'll definitely have more. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to have that worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs, go. Make sure you do your homework. And be nice to people. <laughs>